Is your product or service stuck in Twitter under what seems like a massive pile of freezing cold snow? Let Overlord Services plow you out and expose this product to the rest of the world. For only $20 for three months of our enhanced service, we will create nifty images with your logo and information and post them on a daily basis. They also have yearly discounted rates. I am a client of Overlord Services, and I do have to say that not only are their services excellent, but they're really nice people. They post up my episodes multiple times per day for all of my shows without fail. And the communication that they have is second to none. I would greatly recommend that you try them out. Head to their shop at co-fi.com slash overlord svcs. Again, that's coffee.com slash overlord services and click on shop below. When you purchase their services... Let them know Derek sent you. I'm Derek. I have a beef. My son has this game he really likes. It's called uh, Metaverse. It's, it's oh, yeah. multiverse. It's multiverse. The multiverse. Yeah, it's, the, it's the Smash Brothers, but with WB people. Yes. And so Velma is in this game on multiverse. <laughs> and as you know, as Smash Brothers games go, they have special moves that are zany and all that kind of shit. Velma's special move in multiverse is that she calls the cops on her enemies. <laughs> so, so she went from Velma to Karen real fucking Yes. <laughs> she went straight Karen. I I seen I I seen someone play it. I I'm, I don't, I've never played Smash Brothers even though I own Smash Brothers, but that's a long conversation about why I own the Smash Brothers game. Um but um I seen two Batmans. 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 Two two Batmans uh, beat up on Tom and Jerry. It was Tom and Jerry and um, the chick from Steven Universe. And the Batmans whooped her, whooped their ass. Like, it was bad. Yeah, <laughs> like, LeBron's on there. Yeah, LeBron is on there, too. WB, uh, because of Space Jam. But I'm like, if you, got, if you got LeBron in there, then you need to have Mike in there, too. But, you know, Mike probably ain't licensing like that. You know what I mean? Rick and Morty are coming too, so I might get this game. Yeah, it's Rick and Morty are coming, uh, but they're right now it's beta. It's free. It's free to play. So I've you been playing can get it right straight. now because it's free to play. And then um, when the season starts up, they'll probably have like a season pass or a battle pass or something like that. Yeah. But once the season starts up, that's when they're supposed to have um, Morty show up, and then later on they're going to have Rick show up. But guess what, niggas? Due to the fact that WB and DC are uh, you know, well, WB really is going through some things with this whole merger with HBO Max and and Discovery. Shit done went sideways. Yep. They're getting rid of HBO Max. They're keeping the Discovery part. Mm-hmm. That's the stupidest thing in the world. So it may not be what you're looking for yet, Brandon. You might want to put some weight on but it. But the good thing is they're keeping succession. That's all I care about. For now. No, not for now. They've confirmed they, they, Succession they, they, is an HBO show, not an HBO they, Max show. They're they're axing all kinds of shit. Like they 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 axed the whole movie that they spent ninety million dollars on. Batgirl. Yeah. The movie yeah, is HBO finished. Stuff. They, they, that shit was finished and they were just like, nah, dog, we good. Yeah, if I'm them, I'm like, yo, how do I get over to HBO Max? How succession. do I get over to HBO side? It was supposed to be on HBO. It wasn't supposed to be a theatrical release. So yeah, Secession, Westworld, all that stuff is still good because it's an HBO show. Yeah, this shit, this shit crazy. Um, which um, the Flash is ending. 
I feel it, I feel kind of terrible, but then again, all of the all the rest of this shit got got canceled, and they basically said that Superman is not in the Arrowverse. Yeah, good. Superman and Lois is a fucking amazing. Absolutely. Good. But yeah, so so the Flash is ending. They're having a half a season. It's thirteen episodes, and it's over. Man, they they, can, they they canceled everything else. It's the best John Legend song of all time. It's over. Mm-hmm. Is it though? It is. I mean, that and again, like there's nah man. dog. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you the best John Legend song. Okay. When this nigga sang the little drummer boy in the the original intro for Jesus Walks, he sang the fuck out of that shit. No, that's not his song though. That's Kanye's song. But that's the, he sang the fuck out that shit, dog. But that's Kanye's song. You're breaking the rule. It's not even Kanye's song. It's fucking Ryan Fest song. Jesus, yeah, that's true. That is true. <laughs> it, all they did was add the third verse. The first two verses, exactly. That song was so I hard. Think, he took it I, off the. He took it off Spotify. I. That what was the 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 there was that song with him and Snoop on the on the on the first joint that I really liked a lot. Huh. I mean, of, of course, of course, get lifted. The song is fire. Yeah, yeah, get lifted is a dope ass song. And so is again the song where he's talking about cheating. <laughs> mm-hmm. You mean I can change? I think that's what it's called. Yeah, I, I used to like that song. I really used to like that song. I don't know. Why I, I told y'all the story about when the little kid at Kenny and Bella School sang John Legend at um, an assembly, and I stood up and gave him a, a standing ovation because he sang "Ordinary People," and his voice was beautiful, and it rang out. And he was like in seventh grade, but he had a great, great, strong voice, and I saw he was a- hitting the notes and everything perfectly. And then I saw, I saw a video where um, some some. Some young lady was singing "Ordinary People" on the street. She was a busker, and uh, he just happened to be there. Finish my story. He just happened to be there. So this kid is is really doing well on "Ordinary People," and I gave him a standing ovation. I'm so happy for him and shit. And the assembly was to uh, announce that they were doing a talent show that night, and so that night. The kid comes back out there. And I'm expecting him to blow the roof off the motherfucker. What I didn't expect was for him to start singing ordinary people again. So I stood up and booed his ass. <laughs> what the fuck? Are you we out here booing kids? I am. I expect me. look, if you had an upper echelon, I expect more out of LeBron. I expect more out of you, little nigga. You ain't about to be here doing the same trills on ordinary people that you did at six o'clock or at nine o'clock this morning, punk ass kid. Yeah, I booed him. It's fucked up, though. Yeah, good thing was I didn't know who his parents were and they didn't know who I was, so they didn't want that work. Okay, you were saying a busker and John Legend sang together. No, no, no. He he was he she was singing the song and he just happened to be there, just walking the streets. Or wherever he was, like probably some vacation overseas somewhere. She started singing the song and he was like, he seemed like he was really happy for her. And, you know, unlike Kanye West, because Kanye West would have sued her ass. Um, he, he didn't jump in and sing with her. I mean, when the nigga was in Vegas, not John Legend, but there was a dude who was out on the streets rapping and Common walked by and Common hopped on the mic with him. Yeah, but Common is a freestyler. Like, that's what he, you know. But she's singing his song. You know the words. Hey, yeah, exactly. It ain't yeah. like it's something new. You're right, but like, do he do he really want to give a free show? Yes, nigga, that's how you get audience. We don't do free. And like, then, I'm John Motherfucking Legend. You really think I'm about to give these niggas a free show? Yes, you sing two words, and then when they start coming around you. That was perfect timing. Did and they see, just walk away. <laughs> did you see um there was a there was a restaurant in Australia, I think, that was a Kanye West themed 
restaurant. He so it had a bunch of ugly clothing. No, it was it was it was based off of the music and the songs and stuff. And they only served Trump. Um, and and basically, um, the dude got really excited because he saw that um, that Kanye West had visited his page. <laughs> oh no, yeah, he got sued. <laughs> and then and then the the cease and desist came shortly exactly. thereafter. Yeah. Nah, I don't get excited when nobody sees my shit. I'm like, wait, what? I'm more like, how the fuck you find me? Yeah. Who so, told? Like, I got a voicemail from a um, from was, a, a person who said that they told a author about Ratchet Book Club and told the author that they should listen to it and told the author that they should have me doing uh, the voice for their audio books. And I was like, you motherfucker. The the restaurant was called the um, College Dropout Burgers, um, with famous menu items like the Gold Digger Fried Chicken Sandwich, uh, the Good Morning Breakfast Sandwich, and the Cheeses Burger. Oh yeah, then he's doing too much. <laughs> if that's all trademark, then you're doing too much, and you got to give him a part of it. Oh, they they use the they use the bear and everything for the for as part of the logo. Yeah, you sued too. Yeah, yeah but at least at least it was at least it was a cease and desist. It wasn't like uh, I'm I'm coming for all your bread. It was just like yo, change the shit, dog. Mm. Mm. I guess he lucky it wasn't worse than that. Kanye could be a motherfucking asshole. So yeah. I'm I'm just shocked that that was the worst thing that happened with the season desist. Honestly, yeah. maybe that's just me though. It could it could have gone much worse than that. Exactly. Exactly. Especially, especially dealing with Kanye West. I mean, I could think of a million ways Kanye could fuck him over because I've seen Kanye and how he's been treating Pete Davidson. So. I, I just I wouldn't tempt a petty person. I think that's the rule. I mean, like, am I really supposed to be like am I really supposed to be chummy with the chick who's fucking my ex-wife? I mean with the nigga who's fucking my ex-wife? Like you ain't gotta be chummy with the nigga, but you ain't gotta try and set him up to be murdered. And, and niggas niggas getting fucking tattoos of, of my kids. You ain't gotta set him up to shit. get murdered. <laughs> like <laughs> like nah dog. Like we not we we not nah dog. I, I mean I, I mean I I understand. I mean I'm Scar not has a, a point. I'm not on the level of Kanye West, but I've done some dastardly things. He has in the in the early days of my separation and subsequent divorce that I wish I could take back now. But in the moment, I felt that shit, and it had to it it, it had to go that way because like we're not supposed we're not supposed to be friends. I'm not supposed to fuck this shit, dog. Like no. I mean, no. but. As a, as a as a as a more evolved human being, I realized the error of my ways, and I caused more problems than I that than in 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 at the end of the day, it made me feel worse once I realized the problem, the long term effects of what I did. Ladies and gentlemen, guess who told him that repeatedly? This guy. And I said, "Fuck that!" You know what? I'm. I'm, it was like I'm all not, public everything, nigga. Fuck that shit. No, and no, it wasn't even just that. Well, it was you the, was right, Scott. You was in the it right. It was. It was the. It was also like poisoning, like intentionally poisoning, poisoning the relationship between um, him and my child, like mm-hmm. intentionally poisoning that that relationship. And now that's a relationship that can't be repaired at this point, which I feel horrible about. I do. I really do. I feel I feel horrible about it. That man that man is that man is primarily I mean he's there for her way more than I can be. Um so like you know I I I really do feel awful that I me- that I messed that situation up because at the time I never thought that I would be okay. And then when I was okay I realized how terrible I actually was. You know what that is? It's growth, nigga. Growth. I'm proud of you, man. I'm proud of me sometimes too. I'm proud of you. 
Now if I could just figure out my financials, I'd be great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, we'll talk about that in a bit. So, yeah, I was saying, Kanye probably jumped on to that nigga's DMs when he found out about that restaurant. He was like, News flash, shorty, we over. We like Def Jam and Hover. We like Bobby and Whitney. Except without the kitties. Um, and since career. Except without the titties. the fuck was that kanye <laughs> i stopped listening to kanye a long time ago <laughs> kanye man uh, you know the more i tried to stop listening to kanye because i'll be honest his first three albums were bops like absolute classics except for that drunken hot white girl song that he did yeah that's stupid that was um but the kids started picking up on him around yeezus which i guess is like donda and yeezus are supposed to be like classics i don't I know. There's like maybe two songs on Yeezus that I might actually rock with. Two, maybe. Yeah, me too. I, th- I think I might, I might, I might got a good two. And a possible? Nah, it ain't even a possible. I think I got a good. We going bored, nigga? Because I'm at the same point you at. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I think, yeah. Yeah, because like there's like the, the thing about Yeezus is there was some weird stuff like the the how do you make a song out of distortion, like how it is on I Am a God. It just sounded like noise to me. And it's just like, you think this sounds cool? And then like the 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 weird, the weird drums on black skinhead, and like uh, I just I don't I don't I don't I don't understand I I don't understand him. One this of the looks um, like nothing to me. What? This looks like nothing to me. Okay. One of the keywords for the next episode, mangled slim wrists for uh, Orphan Black, the one that we're talking about right now. Mm. One of the keywords is woman sitting on toilet on IMDb. Okay. Take that as you will. So, the episode begins with Crystal doing a YouTube video. Apparently, she has 50,000 uh, subscribers, which is like most of the world. <laughs> Pretty much. Except me. I, I, I got 61 now. I got 61 now. We're moving up. No, she said 50 mil or 50,000, and they were like, that's most of the world. That's literally what they said. Yeah, that's true. I was I was trying to I was thinking of my own stuff. I wasn't thinking about what she actually said. Yeah. And it's her and Brie. Um, and she's showing how to get curls in your hair using only a bendy straw. But as they start pulling the bendy straws out of Brie's hair, Brie's hair starts coming with the bendy straws and clumps, and they both freak out. So they go <laughs> to see art and Scott <laughs> at the comic book store. And they show the video to Art and Scott and they ask for help because they're saying that Bree's um, being poisoned and tar- they're being targeted and poisoned by big cosmetics. Is Bree and- black? Yes. Very much so. Okay. And that's that's why I told you when you kept saying that Scott was going to be in the crystal like that, I was like, no. No. Scott, Scott going to get some guys going to get some orphan black. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? So. Yeah. yeah, and um, they're like, "How does she keep stumbling on the shit on accident?" She was like, "Hey, I need y'all to make some calls though, because you know, big cosmetics is trying to poison my homie." And so it's also a day for um, Kira to go to Dyad, and Mister Frontenac is there, but Kira's sick and she throws up all over his shoes to prove it. She expresses that she still wants to go to see Rachel that day. But then she throws us some more and he I, leaves. You know, I just want to say this. Uh, I I absolutely hate you because every time Kira's on the screen, I keep looking at her mouth. I'm looking at her whole face. It just keeps getting, I'm, you know what? No women, no children. Fine, Scar. It, it, I hate you for this. Like, I really do. Like, Fine, this, Scar. But you see what I'm saying, though, right? I, I'm not. I, you know what? You see what I cannot, I'm saying? I cannot Otherwise, conf- you wouldn't have brought that up. I cannot confirm nor deny. Her 
face is just bigger than it should be. It looks like a bobblehead. It it really does. That's all. And the older she gets, her head just keeps ballooning out. That's I can all. superpowers. I can I cannot confirm nor deny. Right, she's really smart. So as soon as he's gone, uh, Sarah and Miss S congratulate Kira on her performance because um, she's not really sick. They gave her uh, Iocane powder. I'm kidding. They gave her Iopectac. Ipecac. Uh, Ipecac. Ipecac. Well, I got told in sixth grade that that makes you throw up. Yep. It makes you throw up three times, Miss S told her. One serving will make you throw up three times, so you should be good, nigga. Cut it out. She's not really sick, but Delphine called Miss S or told Miss S in the conversation that they had uh, at the house right before she left for Geneva that Dyad wants to keep Kira. So keep Kira away from Dyad. That's the way these things work. Why didn't after after he left, why the fuck didn't they leave? Because it's a TV show. Yeah. They have show to. some respect for who Kira. I'm not sure who am I showing respect. Yes, to? Kira. Oh, no, nah, it's too far gone. Show's almost over. I'm sorry, I took a moment to marvel over oh, what happened in this episode. So, yeah, I'm. They, they know from Delphine that something is up with Dyad uh, via the Lynn 28 aging. And Mr. Frontenac goes back to Rachel and she's like, where the fuck is Kira? And she, he's like, she's sick. And Rachel's like, for real, for real? And Mr. Frontenac's like, yeah, she threw up my shoes to prove it. But they had hoped to start the hormone treatments to prepare to harvest her eggs that day. How old is Kira? Is she old enough to have eggs? Um, I think I think at some Harvest point it. at some point they explain that women are born with all of like when they're babies they have they pretty much have all of the eggs they're gonna have yeah and basically the you know the the her, their periods is basically them serving up each egg yeah but you're you're born with all of the eggs you're gonna have yeah mm. which is why horrible fuck. Oh, God. I read a story about a 10-year-old a couple weeks back. Men are fucking oh. awful sometimes, fam. I'm not even going to go any deeper into yeah, it. All I know is that they wouldn't allow her an abortion in her state because of the laws that have been passed recently. Yeah, but then all, but then like the conversation really shifted to the guy who actually did it, who was like a boyfriend of her mother, and he's an illegal, and that made everything worse with, mm -hmm. in the eyes of Republicans. Or mm -hmm. the Republicans are conservatives, however you want to call them. Um, it, it, the, the conversation became about the illegals. Instead um, of the assault and right. the access it, it, to it, it, actual health care for a 10-year-old. Yeah, and it it came it became about everything other than protecting our children. Mm-hmm. Which obviously they don't give a shit about. Well, yeah. Felix and Adele have started reporting, have started uh turning in their research on Geneva on finding the trail of money through Neolution to companies they influence, which just happened to also include money and health our cosmetic and healthcare companies. Crystal is 100% sure it's centered around a cosmetics company executive, Leonard Sip, because after she approached him, he stopped calling, and nobody does that to Crystal. And Sarah tried to say something, and Crystal's like, do I have to keep talking to her? She's so rude. <laughs> <laughs> right? She, she is not here for the Sarah thing. Not at all. Do I have to keep talking to her? Like, ah, uh, look. The Australian is rude. The Australian is rude, right? Oh, my God. Crystal is the best comedy on this show sometimes. Every time she comes on, I know something funny and stupid is going to happen. No, the, the, the best comedy came from when, when, when Sarah is pretending to be her. 
<laughs> it's just like I, that should just trip me out because of course she's pretending to be a character that she plays pretending to be another character that she plays mm-hmm. and those are always my favorite moments and as Crystal is talking about Leonard Sip and everything Sarah finds out the Sip sold his company to a diet subsidiary last the, the week prior and they're like how the fuck does she keep stumbling into this shit on accident yeah Mrs. S figured that out because while while they're talking, she's looking through the papers that she got sent mm-hmm. and, and finds his information. And Art and Sarah wonder if she can impersonate Crystal and talk to Sip. Susan Duncan and PT argue about Cosima because Susan wants to use her to ease their access to Kira. But PT's like, fuck her, she's in jail, let her rot. <laughs> and Susan is like, you you just mad because she saw through you. Mm-hmm. And this Susan is addressing PT as John. And she recalls how in 1962, Susan had work she wanted to do, and John used his money to make things happen. He used and, in the fact that he's a man. And he was like, Yeah, don't think you were the only doctor I bought back then. And Virginia Cody walks in. Yeah, and it don't take long for her and Susan to go right back to hating each other. Because yep. Susan was behind Cody's capturing <laughs> institutionalization. As soon as she walked in, it's, oh, man, hate, 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 But the conversation that they had right before that, where they're basically saying that, that Susan was the brains and he wasn't, but because he was a man, he could get over on people more because... He was a man in the 60s. Mm-hmm. So he basically used all of her shit and made up, made, build up this profile for himself using her science. Honestly, forget given- about hmm? Duncan already. They just forgot about Duncan. Ethan. Yeah, they completely forgot about Ethan. Like, if, if they have not spoken about Ethan this whole fucking time, like, yo, and like, even when Susan was introduced, and when she's talking to Rachel and stuff like that, Ethan is not mentioned in this shit at all. It's the same way Charlotte ain't talked about at all. Charlotte yeah. literally does not show up in, she just pops up in like seconds, like little tiny blips of moments. We get more about Aisha but remember, on the island than we do about Charlotte. Yeah, that's true. Charlotte was only there to go and find out that the pig was missing. And then she disappeared for like three episodes, two episodes. So, I don't know. But yeah, you would think that this show was written by uh, women or feminists. And it's always interesting to me to find out that it's written by two guys. Yeah. yeah uh, John, John, John and Graham. Yeah. Fawcett. John Fawcett, Graham Mason. Mason. Yeah. Those are the creators. Susan doesn't like Virginia because Virginia is for mass death and mass female sterilization. You see, I didn't say Cody because Virginia is about mass sterilization scar. Mass death. Yeah, I hate the fact that her name was Virginia, but okay. PT is like, y'all, can we all just get along? (laughs) They're like, no. No. (laughs) No, no, nigga. She walked in and 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 Susan was like, "Oh no, nah, not these niggas again." <laughs> Brandon, you like Method Man? Love Method Man. So that song he has with her at the club. I forget what it's called now. Fuck my memory. But it's literally there. They're talking about. Uh, how they fucked up the club and there was shots and somebody was like, "Hey man, that's a nice ass watch. That'll go. That'll go great with my pinky ring." <laughs> I don't understand pinky rings. It was a I thing. Mean, I mean, I mean, it's a it's a status symbol. Like if you can just get a ring for your pinky, it's like, nigga, I, I I'm doing way too much with just this one little thing. The pinky put some, ring. Put some on my little pinky, dog. A little pinky. The panky ring. So Cody goes and visits uh, Kasima and tries to interest her in working on an ingenious delivery system, but Kasima isn't interested. Turns out 
We find out more about the Engine's uh, delivery system in a moment. Mm-hmm. Susan talks to Ira, who's been having flashes. Like, as she talks to Ira earlier in the show, she tries to give him the test. And he was fine until she slapped him. Mm-hmm. When she slapped him, that's when he started glitching. Mm-hmm. So this is her fault. It ain't her fault. Stop it. It's her fault. He was perfectly fine until she slapped him. Well, he showed he showed absolutely no symptoms of this shit until he got slapped in the face. Well, he might have been withholding the symptoms, like masking the symptoms. But when she slapped him, it started really showing. But don't you think they would have showed that to us? Well, they showed him throughout the episode having flashbacks and shit. He was struggling. Yeah, they showed him having issues. So, but, but but we only saw him glitch. I'm, I'm gonna say, look, the slap, the slap pushed him over the edge when it came to this shit. Okay. All right, I feel you. Um, Susan wonders if she'll need to kill Cody, <laughs> and Iris like, should've. I think I can get to her. She should have killed Cody. Should've. Man, I thought, honestly, I thought when Miss S and Sarah went into the hospital to talk to uh, Cody, she was like, I'm going to be cool if y'all can get me out this motherfucker. I thought that was a deal that was struck. I was shocked by this episode, honestly. No, nah, she, I mean, she said, she, no, she said, I'll tell you everything you want to know if y'all can get me out of here. And then, then the dude showed up and fucked everything up. So she took that key card. And she figured her own way out. And ended up back on the island. Yeah. So, do what you do. So, Scott is talking with Bree. And um, Crystal whispers to Bree, hey, show your titties to him so I can sneak out this motherfucker. Right. Brie, Brie goes full into it like like can you help me take my sweater off and then like she she, she, she backs, backs that, that ass up. up you know what I mean and he's like hell yeah mm-hmm. but, but but Crystal 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 she gone dog don't worry about that look at my ass alright and Crystal sneaks out the lab because she doesn't want Sarah to impersonate her like, she'll meet Sip herself. Sarah's an Sip, Australian with a bad attitude. Sip is her contact. So she's like, nah, I'm going to deal with this shit myself. Yeah, and Art keeps telling her, Sarah is a agent just like you're an agent. And Crystal just pouts. Honestly, I know you might find the Crystal pout to be sexy, Brandon. When I see it, all I see is the niggas on SNL making fun of Donald Trump. I'm sorry. You're just a crystal hater. We've already established yeah, that. Yeah, that the duck lips. I the just duck can't. lips. That's that's Donald Trump. And no, I think Crystal is hilariously stupid. I don't hate any of the uh, clones except for maybe Rachel. I don't even hate Rachel. I really don't. I, like, I, Tatiana's I, done a great job of fleshing them all out as real human characters, and I care about them all. Crystal is just not the smartest tool in the shed, not the but, sharpest one. But like we, but we, we, we do understand that what, what Rachel's mom tried to tell her is like, yo, you do realize you're being manipulated. And Rachel is just like, oh, I thought you said they weren't going to let a clone be in charge and look who in charge, bitch. Like, you know what I mean? Like she's like talking, but like her mama is like, I know this nigga, John, I know this nigga, John. I, and, and look, John is fucking with you right now. And we, we're going to find out real soon how much she's being fucked with. And it's fucked up what's happening to her right now. <sighs> so she gets to her apartment and she outfits herself with a surveillance kit. And Art's like, you got a surveillance kit? She's like, yeah, I'm putting in the earbud now. Where the fuck she get an earbud from, homie? And Sarah's like, I don't know. But they can at least see and hear what she does. And Sip gets to her apartment. And Crystal starts trying to seduce him into talking about what they need to know. But Sarah's like, hey, we need to know about Dyad. But please do not. Just just be graceful as we talk. Hey, what you know about Dyad, nigga? Why you tell your shit? That's why she the best. 
the best at being the worst. What are you talking about? It worked. Did it though? Or did it only work when she kicked him in the nuts and threatened to rub his own cream on his beard? Exactly. <laughs> Apparently, um, the guy, the guy who, um, the dude. Hold on. Sip. Yeah, Sip is Tatiana Maslany's actual boyfriend. Aw. He also he also played in my favorite episode of Black Mirror. Aw. Which one was that? The entire history of you. Oh yeah, that's a great. That's one of my favorite episodes too. He, he the put, DVR he was, in the face episode. Yeah, he's Jonas, the guy who everything was about. Okay, cool. So, um, Scott analyzed Bree's blood and saw that there was no poison. He asked her if she's eaten or used any new things recently, and she's like, "Oh, I forgot. I'm a klepto." And pours out her bag, and it turns out she has a face cream that she stole uh, from Sip that she shoplifted. And Scott does some testing on the stuff, and one of the face creams she stole looks important. Ira reports to Susan that Cody's been using the revival clinic to collect blood from healthy children, which she processes and transfuses in the PT to extend his life. Mm. Back at Crystal's, uh, she's in the bathroom looking through all the makeup that all the makeup bags that Brie left at her house and complained about that shit. She's also using the restroom and they're like, what are you doing? She's like, I'm peeing. They say they're roommates. So she didn't leave it at her house. That's her house too. Yeah. But she didn't leave her no room and she made sure to tell them that. Right. Um, She has lots of them scattered around. And while she's looking for them in the bathroom, Sip for some reason goes through one of the bags that's just sitting out on the uh, counter because, yeah, there's a lot of fucking makeup bags. Um, he pokes into it and finds a container of his experimental face cream. And he asks uh, Crystal. That Bree stole. Yeah, because she's a klepto. We just said that. Yeah, and the worst part about it is she ain't even steal just one. She stole two of them shits because one of them shits is on her. The other one was in the, this was in the bag at home. So mm-hmm. she stole two of them shits. Mm-hmm. And um, him, he asked Crystal, why is this here? And she's like, I don't know. Bree stole it. And they argue for a little bit. Him saying that Bree was stupid for trying to experimental product. So Crystal gets tired of the bullshit and kicks that nigga square in the balls. And I swear I, hung, I heard a ding. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> I mean, she's been, she been working out and like, you know, working out with fighters and shit. So... <sighs> That was a straight leg. Like, that wasn't even a foot. That was her whole leg just catching everything in there. Oh, man, the acting on this show is amazing. Yep. Um, she beats him up for a while, and he confesses that it's a test of a drug delivery system, something that Diet asked for. It, it's it's it, He doesn't know the real target payload, but his test payload was something that made Rabbit's hair fall out. And so Crystal rubs a glob of it all over his beard and kicks him out. Literally. Yeah, she kicks him. So he's going to lose all his hair. His beard. beard. And he's like, not my beard. Um, Young Aisha died. Aisha. Um, At Revival, which, you know, we we decided to call Wonderland. Thanks to uh, Kira. Mm -hmm. Um, And the people there are grumbling, wondering why PT didn't cure her and why he's being silent on the matter. And Mud is also bothered, but she wasn't bothered when Kasim was like, please let me out of this cell, Mud. Please let me out. Mud was like, nah, and then she walked away. But now that Aisha's dead, she's feeling some sort of way about it. And she comes back, she tells Kasima that Mud is that that um that Aisha's dead. Susan and Ira show up as well, and they have a plan that needs Mud's help. Well, Ira shows up. Um, PT calls Rachel to insist they get going on Kira and Rachel and, uh, front neck come to Miss S's house and comfort Kira. Who's happy to go with them. You know, she ain't sick no more. And it's all part of the act because her and Sarah came up with a scheme because she's a hustler now. She's going to be a motherfucking hustler. She's a hustler, baby. I just want you to know if Rachel comes calling, she's ready to go. 
Now, I just want to tell you that this is all a game. Stab her in the eye and leave Rachel lame. I'll take it. Okay. Cool. Yeah, I'll take it. So, uh, PT is getting dialysis or maybe a blood transfusion, and mud distracts PT's attention long enough for, Sa- for Susan to inject morphine into one of the input bags. And Ira releases Kasima from her prison, and he's glitching hella bad. Nose bleeding the whole night. Nose yards. is bleeding. Hella bad. Like, both nostrils. He look like he been doing the coca leaves. Nah, he look like he been doing some fucking... Um, Stranger Things magic, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, well, no, you're doing magic when you make the face and you bring your hand up like this and your nose bleeds. Bro, the last season when she does that and she ain't got no powers, that's just hilarious, bro. Man, I still say she should have went back and used it on that. Spoiler alerts. She should have went back and got that girl. She <laughs> no. should have went back and found that girl at that school and been like, Who's nah. laughing now, B.I.? Nah, she, she got her. She got her. No, she didn't. Yes, she hit her in the face with a fucking skate. Well, yeah, she hit her with a weapon, but I mean, she should have went back there and magic the fuck out of her. Magic all three of them motherfuckers. They were all bullies. Yeah. Motherfuck bullies. For real. Kasima opens the envelope that Ira gives her to find a picture, and she goes to the clinic to pick up her cure. And while she's there, the villagers grab her up, and they're like, Nah, man, we're taking your bag. We're sick of these motherfuckers fucking with these motherfuckers working with PT and shit. A girl died. This some bullshit. Why isn't y'all here grieving with us, motherfuckers? Well, and remember, this, like, was, this, was a, this was a reflection of the, um, the lady who her husband died last episode. Mm-hmm. When she, when she did that speech, she did that speech and started to get things riled up. And they were like, yeah, rebel, yeah, rebel, 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 shit. rebel, 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 we're not gonna take it. And I didn't understand the end of this episode. Like, what was Kasima showing? What did that picture mean that she was showing to the people? A pi- that's that's um, was, a that's, picture that's, of PT looking young that, as fuck. That was John. That was a picture of John and and Susan when they were in the 60s. In 67. So that 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 there's proof that PT isn't 170, whatever the fuck he thinks. What I didn't understand was Mud picking up the picture well, and then looking at like it. Like he was 20 for a long time. No, dog. Like it's it's real obvious that that at this point, at this point, it's real obvious that John picked up the picked up the story and started to run with it as his cover for um Susan's work. So he's not actually that PT guy, it's a no. impersonator. No, no he's, he's John. John. He he literally uh did a new guy on them, moved to a new area and started acting like he was a shit. Yep. Basically. I was confused at the end of this. I was just trying to figure out what the fuck Mud was doing. She was helping Virginia. No, I mean she picked up the she picked up the picture and she stared at it like there was some sort of secret on it that only she could see. Cause they left the camera on her for an inordinate or an inordinate inordinate. I think she was seeing the error of her ways. Yeah, Maybe. she was like, they lied to me. Oh, those times you said that you were old. You lied to me. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> But um, the news of PTs of fraud enrages the community, and they all start burning the facility, the facilities, and the village as a whole. Rebel, rebel, rebel! As this happens, Mud went out and told Cody something was going on with PT, and Cody comes to PT and removes the IV tubes, saying that Susan, who was there, is trying to get PT dead. Nah, because the, you know what happened. PT said something nice to Mud while she was while she was blocking for mm-hmm. Susan. He said You're something a good, nice to her. Take that bell off your neck, child. It's not your fault. It's not your fault. I don't know what the fuck we're talking about here. I think they were talking about the the guy who died, Giannis. Yeah, she she felt responsible for Giannis. That's why she put the bell on. Um, I, I, I don't know what the bell was supposed to signify, but maybe it's a scarlet letter. I, maybe I don't know. She she so he was the cone of shame. I don't. 
He's just like, you're, you're a good person. This is not your fault. And you should take that bell off. And she felt she, you know, I'm, I'm guessing right now he's a father figure to her. So like her, him saying that to her really made her feel like she's like, you know, she's blocking for this dude to get killed. And this yeah, because prior Susan, to that, she was a drug addict from Seattle. So right. Susan this whole time knew he was full of shit and didn't say nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Because when because earlier in the episode, when he was like, you're, he was like, you remember when we met? She's like, yeah, John. I remember. And that's when they had the conversation about him being a man using her science to get over on people. But if it's a lie, we go to war on that lie. That's the wire, Brandon. They're going to war already. So, so, yeah, Ira shows up and sees Susan sitting in PT's wheelchair with the morphine IV bag in her uh, arm. She's clearly dead. Yeah, because that bag was that that bag was still fresh when they took it out of PT. That shit had that shit had like that shit had like ten percent left in there. Mm -hmm. She gone. It had doses. Her her eyes were open. She gone gone. And PT uh, watched the village burn. It's Kasima and Charlotte. Remember her? She's the other little girl who's not Aisha. She not Kira. She's she's Charlotte. She was important for a while when they were like Rachel. We want she's gonna be your daughter. No? Okay, just checking. Anyhow, Kasima and Charlotte get to the boathouse and they take the boat out. The end. Yeah, when they realized that Susan and Ira were not going to join them. Mm-hmm. How is Kasima going to get from wherever the fuck they are in the world back to Canada? She yeah, said she, apparently it only takes like three minutes. Well, she said she grew up on boats. She, she brought some extra gas. And remember, when she was talking about her parents in a previous episode, they live on a boat. But I mean, also, so she's gotta, so she knows she knows she knows a little something about boats. You also got to keep in mind that these niggas go from the island back to uh, Miss Essa's house really fucking easily. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Delphine got to Miss Essa's house in like a day. Yeah, that shit. That shit happens like fucking uh, Batman transitions. Blah, 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 blah. Nah, and nah, all of a sudden shit, they're there. <laughs> honestly, that shit happened like on the Cosby Show for the longest time, and I know I ain't the only one. For the longest time, I thought Cliff Huxtable's doctor's office was literally was connected to that hallway to his yeah. house. Yes, I one hundred percent thought that too. Yes, one hundred percent. Because he would walk down that hallway, and the very next thing, he was at the hospital. Yep. They Batman that shit. Maybe it was. It's the same way it is on this show. They literally go down one street, and a block over is Allison's house. Two blocks over is Miss Essa's house. Five blocks over is Allison. We ain't seen her in three episodes. We haven't seen her or Felix. They're all playing their role, playing their part. We haven't seen Helena in, what, three episodes? Yeah, I'm okay with Alina. I need Allison back. Damn. Alina. I mean, but here's the better question, Brandon. Where the fuck is Oscar? Oscar, Oscar. and Gemma. We ain't no, we've seen Gemma since season one. We ain't seen Oscar since season one. We barely, we barely seen well, we but barely we've seen, seen the kids her. in general. But Oscar's been her. at basketball camp. <laughs> Oscar said, "Oscar said AAU. He's he's at Rashadi House because they got to travel. They got to go to Vegas." Oscar, he he's what he's at his grandma's house working on the bubble shop. Well, they they've been saying that the, the kids have been in Florida this whole time. But remember, no, remember Allison left to go find herself. Yeah, I want to know what she found. Oh, you you're gonna find out. Yeah, next episode. Is it next episode? I don't I know. I believe so. But the 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 thing that we found out in the next episode is the the how how the the thing about Rachel that we found out next episode is like wow, this shit is crazy, dog. I don't know how I'm not going to just watch these last four episodes. I got to try not to. I'm, I'm so trying. Excited. I'm, I'm trying. So excited to see how it ends. Yeah. 
it 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 ends well. I can say that. And then how they pick up on the on the the witch content is pretty cool. How they pick up on the podcast is pretty cool. And the first the first season of the podcast is really great because Tatiana does all of the voices, including the men. Brandon, you got anything? No. Scar, you got anything? No, no, I'm good. 916-633-1537. Uh, return to Oswald at gmail.com. Scar's on Twitter at Scarfinger. Brandon is on Twitter at that cool black nerd. Black is spelled B-L-K. I'm on Twitter at Ratchet Book Club. And the show is RTO Podcast. You can leave a review on Spotify. It takes like 13 seconds. You can also leave a review on Podchaser. Copy and paste that into uh, the Apple Podcast app. Copy and paste that into the Good Pods app. And just like that, you've done four reviews in less than 10 minutes. You can donate to the show at patreon.com slash single simulcast. You can also donate to the show at buymeacoffee.com slash sscast. Oh, a drink. And you can leave a tip on the Good Pods app. There's a tip jar. Thank y'all so much for listening. We greatly appreciate it. Y'all be good. We're going to holler at you later. Peace. Peace out. Theme music for another one was made by Makai Beats, and it's called Heaven. You can contact him on Makai.com, which is M-A-K-A-I-H.com, or you can find his beat on the Free Music Archive. This is Single Simulcast. Don't know my name, and you say.